Morpheus drinking a 40 in a death basket. Ladies and gentlemen, and Westernites alike, welcome to the Western Matrix. I am your host, the Morphing Western Wonder, and today I'll be reviewing a new movie that has resurrected, uh, no pun intended, a classic film franchise that has made three different yet successful films within a four-year time period. This new installment kind of stunk, stank, and took a big stink at the worldwide box office for three reasons. Number one, I don't think everyone had interest in this movie, whether for the nostalgia farming or some other reason. Number two, the film was also released at the same time as a streaming service on HBO Max. And number three, it was released in conjunction with either a more recent successful ongoing film venture, the animated Sing movies, or one of the most successful superhero film franchises. Spider-Man Away From Home. But regardless of the matter, this film is definitely having people mixed on the quality of the storyline. This film is none other than The Matrix Resurrections, starring some very familiar faces from the franchise returning and some new faces appearing. But more on who's who later. Let's take a listen to the movie trailer and I'll return to break down the plot and my overall thoughts on the film. Don't go anywhere. I remember this. So deja vu. And yet it's obviously all wrong. Maybe this isn't the story we think it is. They taught you good. Made you believe their world was all you deserved. But some part of you knew that was a lie. Some part of you remembered what was real. It's so easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. Something else makes the same kind of noise. War. important choice in Neo's life. It's not his to make. She believed in me. It's my turn to believe in her. Part of me feels like I have been waiting my whole life for you. If you want to see Trinity again, fight for her! So, if you didn't know what the devil was going on in the trailer, let me just give you the plot, from the western point of view. Flash forward to modern times after the events of the first three Matrix films and re-enter the life of Thomas Anderson, played by Keanu Reeves, who appears to have poured his intense memories of being within the Matrix, known as the moniker Neo, onto a video game, and it turns out he's very successful there. 
However, he isn't living happy times, still reeling from the fiction versus reality scenarios in The Matrix. One day, life punches Anderson right in the throat when he runs into his own love interest, Tiffany, played by Carrie Ann Moss, who was known in The Matrix as Trinity. After the run-in with her, as well as a rather unusual-looking Morpheus, played in this film by Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, straight out of Candyman land, he is thrust right back into the Matrix to save Trinity and to put a proper loophole onto the legitimacy of how real the Matrix really is. I'll break down my general thoughts on the movie ranked between the stronger points, the positives, and the weaker points, the negatives. Let me start with one of the weaker points, which is basically the negatives, and I work my way down to the positives. If you are like me, a casual viewer of The Matrix films who loves the visual effects and fight sequences and not a die-hard fan of this franchise, the storyline, which overpowers the runtime of various action scenes, might be a bit of a snooze fest at times. At least to me, with the more dialogue-driven premise and all-over-the-place plot points. On one hand, the movie gives sequel vibes with the return themes of various characters from the first three films. Well, most themes return. Uh, the famous bullet-stopping sequences don't return to Resurrections. But on the other hand, the film gives remake vibes by introducing new characters that collide with the original crew and themselves, for better or for worse. It can be an entirely confusing affair with the back-and-forth storylines going on. However, while I did mention that there can be certain confusing things going on with the plot being out of focus at times, I did like the movie poking fun at itself, but the meta-like storyline regarding scenes such as Neo making a Matrix game, or young Morpheus chewing off the scenery of various forms within the Matrix. It's good to see that the movie doesn't take itself seriously within those points. In terms of cast performances, I'm rather mixed on the matter. Certain roles left me neutral, while others had me think, hmm, not too shabby. The somewhat positives come from the leads here. Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss play scaled-back versions of their characters, outside of action sequences and Reeves looking like a deer caught in headlights in some scenes. Help me! Somebody help me! And they did the best that they could with the various moods the film projects. However, it was a bit difficult trying to shake off the fact that John Wick, <clears throat> Neo, is portrayed as a weakling here, so a different type of character. And of course, they aren't alone. One prominent cast member returning from the first three films is Jada Pinkett Smith as Niobe, but if you've seen her in the other Matrix films and then jump into this one, it's very evident that the universe fast forwarded her age to 500 years and has her looking like Erica Badu's grandmother. And well, she was just kinda there, adding some level to plot in some new scenic location. Some wasteland it appeared. And then there's the new cast additions. Though I feel like out of all the newbies, only four cast members were able to get some substance out of the plot. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II plays a younger Morpheus variant. Jessica Henwick plays Bugs, a badass gun-building acquaintance of Neo who tries to get him out of the Matrix universe. Jonathan Groff plays Neo's business employer who appears to be a prototype of one of the many agent antagonists that Neo and Trinity fight throughout the franchise. And Neil Patrick Harris plays Neo's therapist who ends up messing around with time in the Matrixverse later in the film. If I wanted a separate film about any of the four new cast performances that stood out to me, I'd like to see a movie about Henwick's Bugs character. She looks like she came straight out of the cyberpunk universe, a video game that also features the likeness of Keanu Reeves. Coincidence? I think not! While I mentioned earlier that I love the visual aesthetic and action scenes that are prevalent in the first three Matrix films, Resurrections only delivers halfway on those things. 
Some of the action bits were rather simple and unexciting at times, and some visuals can be iffy. But the scenery is unique, and I personally feel like most of the budget, in green screen terms, definitely went towards the different location designs. I can see why the visual is getting some Critics Guild Award nods, but nothing major to write home about. If I were to put the whole movie in a one-word retrospective, it felt unnecessary. The first three films told what story they wanted to tell, had unique themes, and compelling performances, and Resurrections falls flat on researching what could have been an interesting project. In rating terms, The Matrix Resurrections just gets a meh, could be better with a blue pill level rating. If you haven't already, I would suggest the movie if you're one of those super fans of the Matrix franchise. Otherwise, not one of the latest 2021 films I put on my list. You can currently check out the movie in theaters and I believe on HBO Max. And this concludes my review for The Matrix Unresurrected. I'm The Western Wonder, and I'll be back with some new reviews of movies both recent and old, ranging from Disney's latest hit animated film Encanto to classic underrated western Buck and the Preacher, in tribute to the recently departed acting legend Sidney Poitier for Black History Month. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to share it with your friends. If you'd like updates on when reviews are on the way and other happenings within the Western unit, be sure to follow me on my social media spots. On Twitter, you can find me at reviews underscore Western, or on Instagram, you can find me at Western Reviews Official. If you're a podcaster who'd like a shout out on the show or you'd like to be a featured podcaster, do not hesitate to reach out to me via those following platforms. More info on my website coming soon. I hope you all enjoyed this review, and again, avoid the red and blue pills. Western Wonder, bullet stopping, and signing out. Bye, have a great time. <laughs>